Bam 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 this is the Weekly Beef of Go Help Yourself, the podcast, a comedy podcast to make life suck less. You guys, I was supposed to say that, and Misty came in and saved me. Thank you, Misty. I got your, we're a team. We're, a we're team. merging into the same person. It's true. Yeah. Um, I'm Lisa Linky. I'm Misty Stinnett. And we are co-hosts of this podcast. And every uh, week we review a book, but that is not this episode. No, this episode is the Weekly Beef. <laughs> Lisa is pointing her finger up in the air. Very knowledgeable, like a teacher's pet. Where we um, usually check in on homework, but today, a lack, alas, ah, oh, a gas. We, well... What are we going to talk about today, Lisa? I'm going to bring it down for you right now, Misty. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to share something with you that we talked about briefly, and then we said, save it for the beef. That's right. Um, I had a really rough week a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my period. It was mm. all sorts of menstrual issues. Yeah. And then I just had a rough week in general. There was a lot happening with my family, yeah. um, a lot happening with my work, I was there was a lot like shifting and going on, and I, I felt very, very stressed. Yes, and um, I got really upset. I felt very overwhelmed. I felt very sad and very um, ill-equipped. Yeah, to kind of handle what was happening. Yeah, and I was talking with my best friend, mm-hmm. and I said, um, I just kind of blurted out. I said, I think reading all these self-help books is having an effect on me. Yeah. And she looked at me and said, I hear that. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Sarah, for in this moment. We FaceTime a lot. Yeah. Um, and she just looked at me and said, of course it is. And then she said, a few minutes later, after I like cried a little bit about that, she said, I need to say something to you. And I, whenever she says that, I'm always like, <gasps> yeah, it's going to yeah. be something terrible. It's never. It's always something brilliant and very cool. Right. I know. <laughs> but she said. I think this is what you and Misty need to talk about on your podcast. She's so right. She said, please promise me that you'll talk about this. So what we're going to talk about is the toll of self-help. Or the tolly of self-help. Thank you so much. (laughs) You guys, I've only done that bit about seven times already. Did it sound like it was fresh? I was trying to make it sound (laughs) like it was fresh the first time I heard it. Because we're in between parts one and two of Eckhart Tolle's The New New Earth. So... Mm -hmm. um, Let's talk about the toll of self-help. So for me, I think yeah. what was happening is, and we're kind of reading these at a voracious rate. Yeah. I, I don't mean, know many people who read two a month. <laughs> yeah. And when we first started the podcast, I think on like the first episode, you were like, you've got to write a self-help book about how to read so many books a year and you're doing it. It's not easy. I don't like it. I'll oh, be no. honest with you. Oh, no. I, are you having this mini-sode to quit? Are you quitting? Is she quitting? I'm I'm taking applicant before you can say anything. I break up with you and I'm taking applicants for a new co-host. So there. It was nice having you. Thank you so much, but I don't think I can do this. Anymore. Listeners, it sounds like we've reached Misty's upper limit problem. <laughs> no, I uh, no, I don't like it, but I I like this podcast and I like being able to keep my point of view and voice on it, which yeah. is Fuck these people for making me feel like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I, I want to talk about the toll of self-help because and, – and for people who don't read two books a month, even yeah. for people who pick up a book and read, I guess – and we talked about this a little bit on our last weekly beef yeah. about, like, what is the role of the individual versus society? Yeah. You know, and if somebody picks up a self-help book 
and doesn't feel better at the end of it, like, I don't know about you, but I would feel like I fucked up. I failed. I can't yeah. even do this right. Yep. Also, I come from like a – I suffer from depression. Like, I, I have to manage that. And sometimes when I'm in the throes of it, you know, it's hard to get out of bed. Yeah. So if I read something that's designed to make me feel better or even worse, if somebody gives me a book to try to make me quote oh, unquote God. better. Then it comes with a whole blanket of – It really does. And then if I don't feel like what they've said is achievable for me – I, I struggle sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I, I there's a toll of self-help. Yes. That's why I'm going to pause and let you say something brilliant. Oh, no pressure at all. <laughs> well, it's interesting, right? Because talking about yin and yang, Sarah, yin and yang. Yeah, sorry, guys. I um, no, it's fine. A long time ago. <laughs> Thinking about, I don't know, it, it does, the more I look around, the more I see balance in everything Mm -hmm. you know what goes up must come down um the upside right is our perspective can be blown wide open yeah or we can have um a shift or a piece of advice that really you know your your mom called you today and Mm -hmm. said i've been five four three two one-ing it Mm -hmm. as she calls it Mm -hmm. five second ruling Mm it Um, which was a a book by Mel Robbins we did a couple of episodes ago. And it can really help. Mm -hmm. It really can make a big difference. But then, you know, we talked about a couple minisodes ago, I was in feeling vulnerable on my way to a voiceover job. I was not, the the tools were not working for me in that moment. And because they weren't working, it's not like I am having an actual monologue in my head that is saying words and judging myself, but there's all these feelings of self-judgment that just take over. It's like a mood shift of, oh, well, if I'm not doing it right, and if that person could do it, and I aspire to this, you know, it can invite a whole host of self-criticism. Yeah. And so, um, you know, reading these books as quickly as we are, every time I read one, I find that I'm sort of living in that mindset. Yeah. That's what's present most for me. And that's the purpose of those And books. that's the purpose of those books. But every two weeks or every week, really, because what you share with me, mm-hmm. I then live through. It's like every week I'm living my life with a different lens or trying a different hat on, so to speak. And it's a lot. And sometimes it works for me and sometimes it doesn't. And some of these books do just make me go, oh, shit, I need to try this thing. I need to consume more of that author's product. I need to try better because I'm not. These books don't really meet us where we're at. A lot of them. Oh, when you said that, that just really resonated with me. And I was just thinking, like, I want to get back into that space where I was feeling because looking at it now, like, away from being so premenstrual and, like, having PMS crazy, Mm -hmm. like, it wasn't so bad. But it doesn't matter now that it wasn't so bad, right? Like, it mattered in the moment when I felt completely overwhelmed. Yeah. Listen, feelings are feelings. Period. Hormones are Girl, you know it. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I guess... They don't meet you where you're at. They don't. And I guess in my journey, what I have really benefited from was my group therapy, more even more so than my individual therapy, mm-hmm. where I was able to connect and be vulnerable with people yeah. and really feel seen. Yes. And I think for me, that's a theme in my life where when I don't feel seen, I feel really misunderstood and... Um, looked over. 
Yeah. And it's, it's insignificant. I feel very insignificant. Yeah. And so I think that actually for me, reading these books and feeling misunderstood just kind of recreates that. Yes. It triggers. Well, and also this makes me think of, well, first of all, thank you for sharing this and being vulnerable. I think Brene Brown would be very, very pleased well, with you. Well, I mean, thank you. <laughs> thank you and thank Brene. And I mean, I also feel there's a piece of me that's totally judging. I mean, like, that's so stupid. Like, I'm the one in control of reading these books. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm in control. It's not stupid. I Every human being that I know is searching for more meaning and happiness in their lives. Not me. I'm fine, Misty. Great. You seem <laughs> fine. You look fine. You seem fine. What are you talking about? Lisa's totally fine. So am I. No, you're right. I mean, I, uh, yeah. But it, it's, it's, I think this is why Mark Manson's, the very first book we ever did, I think we really lucked out having yeah. that as like the foundation of this podcast. It's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. I think why this resonates with so many people is he's going, we're not, special we're yeah. not special and the worst thing to be in western society maybe all societies i don't know is insignificant yeah is unremarkable that's a fate worse than being a serial killer or notorious or you know yeah. um infamous it's like to be just middle of the road average leading an average life is something that i think a lot of us are horrified by that's why yeah there's that's why instagram is a thing that's why selfies are a thing and narcissism is growing it's like we want to try everything we can including reading a million self-help books to try and say well how can i live an above average life how can i make sure i'm not wasting it how can i seize i feel like self-help is about maximizing seizing the day, mm. living our lives to the fullest, living up to our best and greatest potential, being the most compassionate we can be. It Right? It does feel like it's about maximizing. I love that perspective. I don't think I have that perspective. Oh, really? Yeah. No, no, but I'm saying that can be problematic. Yes. That's what I, like, I, I, I understand feel like, that. Yeah. I don't even think that's my approach to self-help. No? No, I think that my approach to self-help is rooted in um feeling uh like there's something wrong with me which yeah gay hendrix did mention and like whatever yeah. whatever fine but he's not the only person to do it okay um also <laughs> gay hendrix if you would come on our podcast and talk to us <laughs> no nothing, i'm guessing the answer is a hard but nothing pass. would please me more than than to be able to talk to you face to face about why this was so upsetting for me and to yeah. have you here and validate it mm. And if you're incapable of doing that, please don't come on. Um, <laughs> but you can't. It's fine. It's fine. I think I think our listeners would be titillated beyond belief to imagine us talking to him. Listen, these authors are knocking down our door to come on our podcast, and we are saying no thank you. We are saying we want to keep this pure. <laughs> only, only, I do just want to acknowledge that we keep talking about him. Yes. Okay. That's right. I think I approach self-help. Not as like maximizing, mm -hmm. but as like something's wrong with me and I need to mm -hmm. fix it, mm -hmm. which I think a lot of people do. I guess I meant not my perspective as maximizing, although for sure I come at it being I like, I want to. Oh, yeah, yeah, You're yeah. so good at that. That's oh. what I love about you is like you kind of go in like a sharpshooter. Oh, thank you. But I, I, I mean, like, it's interesting. It seems to be like, how can you have more, live more, be more, do more? That's what I yeah. mean. You know what I mean? It, it, very rarely that. people are like, this is exactly what's wrong with you, and here's what you need to fix, although that's sort of implied. But a lot of it is like, live a more – well, I guess they're two sides of the same coin. They kind of are, but I yeah. think they're different – you know, 
you might have totally different reasons for picking up a self-help book, right? Yeah. Oh, One a lot is, of times it's like, I'm super fucking sad and yes. I don't want to be a sad. I'm discontent. Yes. I want to be, I want to live in the now and not be pre-living in a way that makes me so fucking miserable. Or I'm doing great, but I know I can do more. Yeah. And so I think that whatever the drive to having that and yeah. picking it up is fine. I just yeah. think that like you, you make a great point that this constantly yearning and wanting more can lead to not being in the moment and being satisfied with where you are. Yeah. And I think that's why people resonate with Mark Manson's book again is he's going like, oh, no, it's it's the human condition to feel dissatisfied and sad. Mm-hmm. And that's OK. That's what humans are. Lean into that. Yeah. You know what I mean? He I has do. a lot of like things that are like. He kind of meets us where we're at. I'm not saying he doesn't have parts of his book that aren't, like, aspire to this. But he's going, look, we're all going to die, so acknowledge death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we—none of us we are special. a very counterintuitive self-help book. Very counterintuitive, but it, it rings true—at least for me, it rings really, really true. Mm-hmm. So as far as the toll goes from my perspective— Totally. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> as far as the toll goes— I have experienced um, a bit of dissonance mm-hmm. of trying to hold differing ideas in my brain that don't necessarily make sense. Yeah. I have had to be very active as I'm reading these books because I feel like however big or small this platform is, our little podcast, I have a responsibility to think critically about it, mm-hmm. even if my hermeneutical lens is something other people disagree with. Mm-hmm. Even if my take on it, I am trying to say, oh, here's what's good and here's what I think is bad. Here's what's helpful. Here's what's problematic. So it's it's been active reading. It's a lot of work, a lot of soul searching. There's been a lot of discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, the workload of self-help, it's a big mental load to carry around with you. It is. And I think for me, also part of the toll is that a lot of these books... Totally. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Warmth. Warmth. <laughs> a lot of these books have um, are inherently fat shaming um, and have a, have a yeah. negative uh, fat bias. And, you know, like when I think about You Are a Badass, it was constantly like... Be thin, have a relationship, and have more money. You well, they're know? not intersectional. No, they're not intersectional with with able bodies, body, you know, versus disabled people. They're they're not intersectional with race, with socioeconomic class. They're just not very intersectional. Yeah, sometimes a lot of them are very tunnel visioned. Yeah, and I, I guess they really, I, I guess just often I really feel like um, at the odds on the onset. That the expectation of something's wrong with me, which is yeah. which is a problem for me, then um, reading the book, being confronted with things that aren't intersectional or biased mm-hmm. or bigoted mm-hmm. um, in their own way, and trying to be helpful, which mm-hmm. is like its own like perverted version of uh, pain. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's different when somebody is outright mean. Yeah. Versus when somebody it's is a lot harder when it's when you can't put your finger on it and yeah. when it's a little invisible. Or it's couched in like, no, this is my genuine attempt to help you make to make you feel to live a better life right. by telling you what a piece of shit you are right yeah. now. Condescending. Yeah. And then afterwards, then having this new knowledge and and being you know, now that it's in my brain having to decipher when to use it, how to use it, if it's helpful, all that stuff. Like yeah. so for me, I just 
and I don't, if I sound like a whiny baby because you I'm don't. able to talk you about don't. this on and podcast, I, I, you I don't. And I, that. I want to make sure you're aware that you've called yourself stupid and a whiny baby and minimize things because of your period uh, for this podcast. I did. Yeah, look at your face right now. I just want you to know you're valid. Thanks. Everything you're saying is right and real for you. And Thank I invite you. you not to minimize yourself because it's not stupid. You don't sound like a whiny baby and periods are real. <laughs> Thank you. And and female insanity is not a real thing. And it was just made up by men I had to the explain. Yeah, that's and right. hysteria. Yeah, that's I also right. want to say when I called you, Misty, you were truly the most delightful. The first <laughs> thing you said is, I'm so sorry you're feeling that way. And then you said, I know this goes without saying, but I'll say it again. If this is too difficult, let's fight. Who cares about the podcast? I did. And I really, that just spoke to our friendship. And I want to say thank yeah, you about I that. I love you. I value you more than I than felt that. Help podcast. I felt that. <laughs> Good. I really did. Fuck all you guys. Okay. I'm with Lisa. <laughs> so I, I appreciate everybody hearing this portion of my journey and, and reading all these self-help books yeah. and understanding a little bit more about my bias um, and and hearing that and as you listen to why I don't like books or what, what my critique is of them like understanding a little more fully what that is. Well thank you so much for being candid and vulnerable. I think now I'm so excited because now we've both cried on the podcast yeah. which is really exciting. And now from here on out it's <laughs> just crying. It's just bawling. Our theme song's like <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I, you know, the flip side is like, I do feel like since we've started this podcast, I have a whole arsenal of tools mm-hmm. to tackle situations. And when they don't work, it's extra frustrating because I'm like, I have a hundred tools. Yeah, what's why wrong are with they? Me? Yeah, yeah. Why, why isn't this working? But I do find um, that I am walking through life being a little bit more present than I was a couple months ago when we started. So my question for everybody listening, mm-hmm. if you're willing to share, if you have my number, text me. Oh. You've got our email address at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. But um, I want to know, do you feel like, is self-help worth it? Is is the toll of self-help worth the potential upside? Totally. Totally. Um, it's uh, for some reason I keep imagining like a Girl Scout cookie. Like you oh. got your Samoa and your Thimit in the Tolly. Yeah, sounds really good. Yeah, it's a shortbread. You eat it; it tastes like enlightenment. <laughs> it's amazing. So <laughs> remember, this is a comedy self help podcast. Know, you guys We've been, been so a little serious deep. the last few. I agree. Episodes, I want to but... hear, and and I would love to know what the experience is of not yeah. having to read the podcast, but yeah. to ingest it. Excuse read me, the not books. having to read the books, yeah. but ingest it through the podcast and be able to like kind of just take the little yeah. bits. Is it easier? And also, also <laughs> do you trust us? Do you not? Don't answer that question. That's rhetorical. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're just doing our best. And we're, we've, we're just we've too amazing, brilliant, wonderful, gorgeous, like very, hot, very well paid, intelligent, and totally booked up. Very. Just, very popular yeah bitches extremely (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so please let us know because i'm curious to know if having this this filter of people kind of paraphrasing it for you yeah takes away some of the sting of self-help if you're like me yeah or but i don't know just let us know like do you think it's all bullshit? Yeah. Self-help? Yeah. Is it a necessary evil? Is it an evil at all? Is it Is it American great? phenomenon? 
And I, I just think I love that this is even a conversation we can have in society yeah. as a whole. Yeah. And that this is a subject that even has an audience because this is not something people were talking about, no. you know, very much in the last few decades. It's no. very new. So, like, fucking cool that we live in in a, a time when yeah. we can talk about this stuff. Hey, and we have listeners abroad. So if you live in a different culture where self-help is equivalent or not equivalent, please let us oh, know. yes. I actually, two of my uh, friends in France mentioned, uh, Julien and Amélie, I love you, je t'aime. Uh, they mentioned that self-help is not really a thing yes. that they talk about in France or Paris. So this is something that is totally, this is not like, this is a culture by culture thing. So, so anyway. Julianne and Emily, after listening to me cry about self-help, I'm <laughs> curious to know, what do you think about that? Yeah, <laughs> looking at you, babes. Um, okay, so that's that's it. Until next time, au revoir. Au revoir. Et Merci beaucoup. Is abandoned. Oh, life is abandoned. <laughs> Merci. Merci beaucoup. Je n'ai pas bon. Je ne suis pas heureuse. Goodbye. <laughs> Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know, you can also find us on the social medias, Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast, Twitter at ghypodcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.